0: Welcome to Millennial Money Minutes, where we tackle tough personal finance topics in five minutes or less, with your host, Grant from MillennialMoney.com and Matt from DistilledDollar.com. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about the fixed income risks. This is one of the things I've been thinking a lot about just in terms of financial independence and early retirement, more and more people I talk to that are planning for it or have done it really focused a lot on the fixed income component part uh, of their investment. So the simple idea is that you invest very aggressively and heavily in equities over the period of time when you're trying to reach financial independence, you take on more risk for more reward. But once you reach financial independence, uh, based on a number of studies, uh, you you shift your portfolio from maybe 100% or 80% equities down to 60% equities, 40% fixed income like bonds and other types of investments. And the idea is that that 40%, you know, you can set it up in a way that you're almost guaranteed to get a certain amount of money, uh, you know, per per year, uh, you know, from that fixed income component, while at the same time, the money that you keep invested, uh, continues to grow uh, and increase in value, but the idea is that you know if everything hits the fan, you know you can guarantee you know you're guaranteed that fixed income. But Matt was uh, immediately challenging me and wanted to mount a challenge based on uh, Warren Buffett.
1: Yeah, I mean uh, when I think of fixed income, I just think of bonds or anything that's going to be secured, um, and so typically you know you're going to get a lower return. And so, just inherent within the difference between a bond or a stock, I mean, you know, stocks got have a lot of risk. Of course, that's inherent to it. Um, You know, you you have a lot more upside, um, and so therefore, you also have a lot, lot more of that downside too. The company just disappear. Um, Not to say that's not going to happen with bonds, but you know, if you take out a bond with, um, you know, McDonald's or, or a big company. You know, with a long history of a credit, you know, score and everything, it's it's very you know very secure um, in that regard. So I think the risk with fixed income comes from the fact that you know, again, coming from Warren Buffett's perspective, the the rate of return is so low that it's actually being threatened by inflation. And so I think for a for a low dollar value, let's say you have a you know one to two million dollar portfolio, I think it's um, I think it could be a smart strategy to include fixed income, but you know, copying Warren Buffett here, um, you know, once you get enough equity, um, then it becomes ineffective to go and allocate towards bonds, and that's why he recommends 100% towards stocks, and that's why you know he's 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 in his you know his will he's 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 ha- he's, re- he's recommending that his um his spouse gets um you know moves towards the S and P 500 uh, equity market. I mean, it's not towards bonds um, as much so as just equities and so I think you know again at a very low dollar value there's there's you know you don't have you don't have the comfort or the luxury of, of putting everything into equities because if you hit a big downswing especially early in retirement that could really mess up the plans you know you don't want to go back to work but you know if you're looking at 10 20 30 million in a portfolio then then I think you know you can you can think things differently and, and so you can you can absorb those shocks um, in a way that you um, gives you much more upside down the road.
0: No, that's a really good point. Um, I currently have most of my money invested in equities. I don't have any money in bonds. Uh, and so I've actually, am taking that route and staying more aggressively invested. And I believe, you know, to Matt's point, You know, it's really that first five to 10 years uh, that are most important in early retirement because once you get past 10 years, as long as you've maintained your principal, you know, you should be smooth sailing. And so the ups and the downs during that period uh, can be a little tough. And I knew, uh, you know, once I reached FI, the market was high, but I believed it would go higher. Uh, And so staying 100% in equities, I think, has benefited me personally. Um, But others just aren't willing to take, uh, you know, that much risk. Um, the person I was talking to, they had a million dollar portfolio and they're in 60 40, and they set up their uh, fixed income to generate $35,000 uh, a year, um, kind of no matter what. But it's really not a no matter what. Uh, it just historically has less risk than the stock market. But to Matt's point, you know, you're not home free just based on the historical sort of low risk uh, environment.
1: Yeah. My last point is I think some people try to find some sort of mix by going into dividend stocks. They want to see, you know, they, the fact that they own equities, but they also get that you know, large, you know, two, three, four five percent dividend every year. Um, and I think there's some appeal to that. But, you know, inherent to getting a div, you know, investing in dividend stocks, you know, the the dividend is factored in and the companies think this through in terms of, you know, if you know is mcdonald or you know are these large companies going to keep growing and so is there really an upside to it or is it really that they're basically cash machines they have their product they they know what their operating expenses are and therefore they have nothing to do with the extra cash or capital and so therefore there's a large dividend so that's just something to think through um but yeah i mean this is uh i think it's a serious risk with uh, fixed income to consider um and so yeah in the words of warren buffett you know it, it can be um it can be a big risk so
0: this is uh, the fixed income risk. Heard it here first. We'll chat with you soon. Thanks for listening to Millennial Money Minutes. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. If you want us to cover a specific topic, use hashtag MillennialMoney on Twitter or visit MillennialMoneyMinutes.com.